0: I fucking don't understand sports. What the fuck? (laughs) Just don't lose. But if you do, make sure it's at the right time. Huh. I mean, really, is that not the most important life lesson? (laughs) Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm Jason. And this time we played Saints Row 2022. Man, we're on a roll with recent games. Yeah, that it was the point, yes. <laughs> I mean, you don't got to give up the goose, as we like to say around here. My goose. <laughs> Saints Row released August 22, 2022. <laughs> developed by deep silver deep silver volition jesus i can get it out which i didn't realize that they were the same company now oh yeah uh, published by play on i think is how you say it Play on no idea and deep silver released on and this is my favorite thing everything but uh switch and mac including google stadia oof <laughs> at the end of august perfect (laughs) that is uh, honestly some masterful timing (laughs) uh so if you've never played a saints row it's uh have you ever heard of a game called grand theft auto uh,
1: they made out they decided to make their own grand theft auto yes that's saints row but then it was two grand theft auto and it wasn't nearly as successful Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so they're like let's do something different and they made it weirder and people are like yeah, that's got its place. Yeah. And they're like great, and then they made it weirder, and then they made it weirder, and that was four or where <laughs> it was very weird. They wrote
0: themselves into a corner they absolutely could not get back out of. Yeah. Uh well, you could. It's just like I don't know how by the end of 4 you would like
1: come back from that, which is fine. <laughs> Look, there's an entire universe of planets to settle.
0: That's true. <laughs> and like what's weirder than Somalian shit? Hell yeah. Ah, but we went the reboot route, so we're starting over.
1: Yeah, we did the thing where uh, once you've written yourself out of ideas or out of plans, what you do is you make the same game, you go back, and you're just like, what if we just use the same name as our first game? It worked for Doom. I mean, a lot of
0: franchises do that nowadays. Because it worked for Doom. I mean that's not fair to anything correct but a lot of companies saw that and were like, like hey, all right which is a mistake please stop doing this can we have business cards for the podcast and our tagline will be at work for doom <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking perfect <laughs> Look, you should probably. In a rare turn of events,
1: Jake should probably just do the whole story here. Oh yeah, because uh. Uh, otherwise, it's not going to go well at all. If whatever, because of uh, just timing and vacation and stuff. Yep. Uh, I ended up not getting all the way through this game and not paying attention while I was doing it, as I was basically just speed running. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean. I mean, uh, we can get this out the way. You play about an hour or so of this game. You've seen the game. and It doesn't change from there. But let's go. All right. So it starts off with, uh, is it the martial defense, like training film bit you're watching?
1: Yes. I mean, there is a brief... They do the, you're at the house party. Uh,
0: oh, right. They, uh, like, you um, make
1: your character yep. and then you get buried. And then it's like three months earlier. Is it? I don't remember the like time frame there. It's a few months.
0: Huh. Damn. Yeah. Good on
1: them. So they start you, oh, look at this crazy thing that happens to your character three months earlier.
0: Love that. Anyway, uh, it's your first day working for Marshall Defense Industries, a stateside PMC that, uh, I don't know, is a privatized army that anyone can hire for basically anything for murder purposes. I mean, or protection. Yeah, to or. murder people. For murder. Anyway, uh, you are part of a team going after a, uh, how do they describe him? Like, is it a terrorist? Something like that. Uh, anyway, it's some uh, you're after some guy called the Nawali. The Nawali is an Aztec word. I had to look this up. Meaning shadow soul. It's uh, a Nawali is like your animal twin. It is your spiritual double. This is important later and it's stupid. We'll come back to that. You, uh, the first few missions are all uh, tutorials shit and so this one's your combat one you are in silver gulch a is it like a theme park or is it just like some old west shit i wasn't sure if it was actually like an old-timey mining town yeah but yeah it's a a mountain old-timey mining town and you and your marshal goons are working your way through taking out goons trying to find this nawali dude while you're getting orders from gwen your immediate supervisor who doesn't really like you because uh your, your main character is Confidence Incarnate. Like, he's the fucking greatest or she's the fucking greatest. They're the fucking greatest and they know it. Mm-hmm. And like, to be fair, they're pretty good at murdering. <laughs> you make your way through the gulch, end up in a saloon where you see the Nawali sitting there drinking. He takes off running. You end up kind of like, where the fuck does the VTOL come in? Because uh, he ends up trying to take a VTOL.
1: He disappears in a cloud of smoke. Can and you're like, I can't find him. Gwen tells you to come back outside. She's like, Look, he's in the building. He can't escape. We have the building fully surrounded. So you go back outside, and as you do, one of the planes VTOL, yeah. Yeah, the VTOLs comes flying by and he runs and leaps off the roof on top of it and pulls the pilot out.
0: Yeah, while he's doing that, you run up after him to try and pull him out of it. You guys tussle, end up crashing, and you've successfully captured the Nawali. Your supervisor not pleased, but you did get the job done.
1: Yeah she tells you not to do it when you're like i can get this and she's like no stand the fuck down <laughs> yeah you were ordered to
0: stand down <laughs> uh you get a dressing down from gwen about uh, your fuck up but like you know Whatever. So, uh, as you're driving home to your apartment, you are on the phone with your friends to like complain. This is the driving tutorial as you're uh, going through. Once you get back to the home, your uh, friends, uh, Eli, Nina, and Kevin, uh, how would you describe these characters? So, your friends, you're all roommates together. Eli
1: is. A nerd And it seems weird That he's friends with you Kind of Mostly because he's not In any criminal enterprises At the moment No he's the only one He's not against it But No He uh You as a group Have done minor crimes Uh you've knocked off Some like payday loan centers Before And you will Again immediately Yep Um So he's not Against crimes Because I mean That's like the theme Of the world Yeah Crimes They do be the thing Get paid down Yeah But he's not associated with any gangs uh no he's more of the planner than the doer right yeah uh you know they there's a ton of background stuff where you know when you go to knock off the payday loan which is like the next mission yeah the next mission uh you pull up and he's like do I get a gun and your character just looks at him after last time you want a gun yeah (laughs) he's like well okay you're right."
0: Well, like you get uh, the one of the ally missions with him. The first one that you do is you go to a shooting range because he wants to learn how to shoot as good as you do. Yeah,
1: because in the mission before that, and if you don't do this mission, any missions you do before you do this one, he doesn't use a gun. Oh, really? Yeah. He uses like just a melee weapon hmm. until you do that mission. Yeah. He doesn't use a gun because you can call your friends. Oh, yeah. To come help you. Um, Literally never did that. No, <laughs> I forgot her name already nina nina sure uh she is with the panteros i
0: was gonna get that entirely wrong i just made me think pantera every time and i'd oh. hear respect in my head all right yeah that works uh the panteros i mean are... they're all hispanic as fuck so i don't know why right <laughs> i mean besides the name but they are the like
1: they're one of the gangs. I would say she's all about family. I wouldn't say they are
0: though. Uh the dude that's in charge isn't, but it seems like the rest of them are.
1: Right. Well, she does say he's a, a like newly in charge. Yes. And basically it's been getting worse and worse since he's been in charge. Yep. So they're she's their like main mechanic, car run, car person. Mm-hmm. Cars are her thing. That's That's her deal. Well, cars and family, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, cars and family.
0: (laughs) Very Uh, new and original character. Yeah, off mic, us talking about that fucking joke trope that is uh, the Michelle Rodriguez character. (laughs) Yeah, the Latina who cares
1: about cars and family. (laughs) Uh, It's a good time, great time. And then you have Kev. Yep, Kev. Kev's a DJ. DJ Kev! DJ Kev! Uh, And so he's with... The Idols. That's what they call themselves, the Idols. They're... Stupid. Yeah. If
0: Dead Mouse was a gang, yeah, it's well, like the brass anyway.
1: Yeah, the main, the leaders all have like LED full face masks. Yeah, um, their rave culture mm-hmm. turned into a gang. I believe they're supposed to be anarchists. That's what they say. But then they're really bad at being anarchists. Yes. I gotta point out, anytime anyone's like anarchy, I'm going to rule the world. That's not anarchy, that my guy. Not anarchy. It's kids like literally. They'll be like, stick it to the man, anarchy once we rule the world
0: i'm like you really don't know how this works you you could look up anarchy (laughs) i mean you know like fucking or not whatever Oh, and uh, Snickerdoodle's there. Oh, and Snickerdoodle, your cat. Yeah, the cat. I don't know whose cat it is.
1: I think it's your cat, not like your character, as oh, in like the, the, group's the group's cat. cat yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, which is weird. Like, so you have these group uh, friends, and they're all like friendly and uh, nice, and it seems like they have nothing in common. Which you know, sometimes it do be like that. Yeah, which is kind of funny because.
1: Is it the next mission? So yeah, you come home, uh, you need to pay rent, so you knock off a payday loan place?
0: Yeah, uh, you just started your job at Marshall, so you haven't been paid yet. Uh, Nobody else has any money, but you're behind on rent, so you guys decide to go knock off a payday loan place. Your next mission with Marshall... Puts you
1: against the Panteros. Yes. So that's the funny thing is like, you're all roommates and like really good friends, but you're all a part of different crime organizations. I mean, technically Kev isn't a part of the idols. He just hangs out with them. Uh, Yeah. Like he's really friendly with them. Yeah. He DJs some of their shows. Yep. So that's the like, he's not an idol, but he's like actually fairly well associated with them. But also like,
0: it seems like Kevin knows most of the city. DJ Kev, do get around. DJ Kev? Yep, so the uh, you rob the payday loan place so you can make rent, and then you are sent out to follow a Panteros convoy. hmm And you have your uh, driver, JR, who uh, talks about what a badass he is, too, because uh, he's heard of you, and you took out the Nawali on his own. Yeah, you're a rogue badass. He's a bit of a rogue badass, too. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you start to follow the convoy, and you notice uh, they've got... Uh, is it do you know it's the hummingbird codex
1: no so you
0: are driving along you know there's something important in the convoy
1: all you have to do is stay back and follow it that is what you're told those are your orders and to get paid you're trying to follow orders yep because gwen's like if you keep not following orders you're just gonna be done you're fired so you're just like no we hold back and then the Uh, train notices you and Mm -hmm. they start sending motorcycle riders at you and jr is like you just you're just not gonna shoot (laughs) them and you're like fine i'll shoot them you destroy all the motorcycle riders and then they pull out a turret yeah and he's like they're gonna kill us if you don't destroy that turret you're like all right i guess i gotta go kill this turret
0: yeah this whole time you're laying on the roof just shooting dudes of a moving vehicle So
1: you go jump on the train and destroy the turret, and then Gwen calls you and is like, the fuck is going on? And you're like, look, there are motorcycles, there's a turret, I'm getting back in the car, and then we're just going to follow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a bit fucking late for that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But then, you jump back on the car, and is like, oh shit, and you're like, what? And you start driving into a sandstorm. Yes. Oh, and um, old Squab, I forget his name, who's the leader of the Panteros? Sergio. Sergio. Uh, I knew it began with an S. That's as far as I got. (laughs) You weren't far (laughs) off. So Sergio uh, knocks out the drone that they had following the train. Yes. And so the drone's gone and you're driving into a sandstorm. So Gwen's like, all right, I'm giving you executive power because we've lost sight. We're about to lose comms. You cannot lose this convoy. Yeah. And you're like, I have executive power now. JR, let's
0: go. (laughs) It's murder time. Get me on that fucking train. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then you murder train. Yeah, you murder your way through an entire fucking convoy. Up until you get to the lead car, which Sergio comes after you. You manage to like outrun him. And then the truck that you were following crashes. And inside of it is the Hummingbird Codex. Correct. Which uh, Marshall, Gwen is super excited to get. Uh, Is it, oh yeah, uh, at the end, Atticus Marshall himself shows up to grab the Hummingbird Codex with uh, Dr. Antonio Espina, the chief curator of the museum, who you saw in the uh, flash forward cutscene in the intro? Yes. He comes to
1: you in the the very first cutscene with a briefcase full of money. Mm -hmm. He's like, I know we've had bad dealings in the past, but I want to do business with you. And that's, so you recognize him, you're like, oh, he's somehow important. Yeah. Uh, And yes, Atticus is there, and he's like, I hear you're the one who saved the Codex. Yep. And you're like, yes? He's like, (laughs) you're damn right, sir. Great. I'm going to put you as the head of security for
0: it. Yep. So I am fucking promotion. Uh, Okay. So after that, you uh, get a call from Jr. The guy who was just driving you. He, uh, he's uh he got this little uh, garage out in the desert. Only problem is the idols keep stealing shit from him. So like, he asks if you can go give him a hand. So you head out to the idols main camp rave station. Like, I don't know what you call that. Like, it's a bunch of tents and people are out there partying. And you start asking around,
1: hey, you seen JR's?
0: You seen JR's parts?
1: I believe the correct term, which I used on stream, was Burning Man at Home.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're at Burning Man at Home. Talking to all these fucking weirdos doing all sorts of weird shit. So it's like, oh yeah, you got to find... Find the guy in the snake helmet, like fucking twirling chainsaws or whatever. (laughs) You uh, follow the clues down to where the uh, car parts are. You grab a car, attach a tow line to the stuff, drive it back to JR, who's happy that you did that, but a little bummed out about all the idols that are now following you because you stole their stolen shit. So you murder all those dudes. Uh, yeah. uh, You don't talk about uh, having a business venture just yet. No, he says he'll work on your cars, but
1: you don't have the, like, business. Well, kind of. He gives you a percentage of his money for helping him save the the business
0: ah yes and tells you that uh he's got a list of cars that he needs the parts for so if you want to uh bring them shits by you know wherever you happen to get them
1: but he's not like associated with the saints yet
0: yeah because there are no saints yeah saints aren't a thing yet yeah uh which brings us to the party that uh, Marshall is throwing to show off the Hummingbird Codex. The It's hard to say MacGuffin because it's just a thing that people want, but it doesn't do anything and nobody seems to like need it. No, it is it is the MacGuffin, but it's also pointless.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, a historical artifact.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Like that that's literally what it appears to be. Yeah. This is a priceless artifact. It's expensive. That's why
0: it's the MacGuffin. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you are running head of security when you get there everything's going fucking great Gwen's working as a bartender she's not fucking pleased about it because you know two days ago you were under her but eh, what can you do I don't believe she's working as a bartender
1: she's just there oh is she yeah she's just attending the party oh uh, I thought she was handing out drinks no she because she takes one of the drinks and knocks it back when she's like yeah and you're not like, supposed to be drinking on the job
0: yeah no no you're right yeah because uh, your character is like what are you doing she's like I'm enjoying the party yep and uh uh, while the party's going on the party gets raided by the is it the Panteros first? Yep. The Panteros cuz literally up. like
1: as they smash into the building uh Nina calls you. Yeah. She's like the Panteros are coming and then literally they smash into the wall. Yep. And then uh very quickly after the Idols show up. Yeah. Which you don't hear about before they show up. They make their grand entrance talking all cyber about anarchy and taking down the man. I think at some point Kevin calls you to mention that, like before they show up. After they, because uh, you, you're like, Nina gave you a heads up, and then the idols show up and everything. You kill through all the idols, and you're like, God damn it, Kevin. Because you get a message from him at the very end no, of the mission. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so you uh, shoot your way through all these dudes. They manage to grab the codex in the floating hover case that it's in. Yes, because you're busy saving woman. Myra Starr. She is the... I believe she's the second in command at Marshall. Like, she doesn't... She never gets a title. But she's on the board. Correct. She might just be a board member. She's a
1: board member. She's on the board of directors. So she's very important. But uh, when you save her instead of the book atticus yells at you hey uh, he fires you mm-hmm. and you're like i was saving her myra and he's like i would rather she be dead and we still have
0: the book yeah i don't give a fuck about her she's replaceable you lost a priceless artifact she's replaceable and so are you you're fired you're fired and then comes i don't know like this fucking not enough of media does this well because uh, you get your sad thor moment where uh, <laughs> your character's just depressed after being fired so like they go home they look through the kitchen and there's like, it starts off, you're in bed mm-hmm. and you have to like keep hitting button prompts to get your character to get out of bed. And then they slowly trudge their way to the kitchen and look in there to see what there is to eat. And there's a waffle. And so you put the waffle in the toast and you're trying to eat it, but like the toaster won't stay down. So you just say, fuck it. And you plop down in your underoos watching TV and uh, Nina's sitting there. And you guys are like binge watch one of those late night knife infomercials oh no it's uh like the
1: home shopping network basically uh, okay of knives <laughs> i mean have you ever seen those yeah oh god i fucking love those knife shows because you keep ordering yeah from the knives
0: yeah so uh yeah your character just orders a shit ton of knives which they don't give you just bullshit yeah they do when it is uh the ally missions for kevin oh yeah because that does come back around I wanted them immediately. I was like, where's all my knives? Uh, no, it's the, the last, uh, mission for him where all your packages show up, but then the idols steal them. So you have to go get them back and your character's all excited to finally get their knives back. And he like, he ordered a knife for everyone. It's mm. so, like he gives Kevin some like a uh, special chef's knife. So like he was pumped about it. Cause Kevin loves to cook. He's yeah. got a fucking sick waffle tattoo. Well, anyway, you're, uh, you're depressed and the Kevin and Eli are out partying at the idols place while you're sitting there all depressed your character is waiting for Kevin to come home so you can start a uh, telenovela marathon. Mm-hmm. Nina is also depressed, basically,
1: as she's just like, man, the pateros uh, have just gone to shit since Squall took over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nine sucks, man. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Squall's eight. Oh, you're right. God, Jesus, where am I? Um, and... She's like, he keeps calling me, and I'm just ignoring, I don't want to talk to him. And eventually she answers, though, because that's when uh, he's like, yeah, we're going to go get those idols back. We're going to go get the fucking thing. Mm, Yeah. And both of you are like, oh, man, they're probably going to shoot up that whole party.
0: Oh, shit. Wait a second. Kevin and Eli are at that fucking party. (laughs) So uh, you and Nina head out to the party. And um, uh, is it right when you get there, the Panteras are showing up? They are already there because ah, okay. Eli gets shot. Yes.
1: Right, but as you're driving, Eli gets shot, and you're so you're just booking it like fuck, 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 fuck,
0: fuck. Yeah, so you have to shoot your way through the Panteros, you have to shoot your way through the Idols to make it to Kevin and Eli, who's been shot, and then you have to shoot your way back out. Yep. So like you've now made enemies of all the major players in uh, Santa Elessa. Uh the name that if I hadn't written down, I couldn't have told you what it was. Desert City. I oh, had yeah, the city. It's um uh, Arizona, New Mexico. I don't know Desert City Desert City <laughs> uh, We'll circle back around to that Cause like The other ones take place In Stillwater Which is I'm pretty sure It's supposed to be Detroit hmm. Which is why it's all like Run down and shitty <laughs> It's a really good setting <laughs> <laughs> Well now that you Pissed off everybody The uh, crew decides They need to start a gang And if you're gonna start a gang Yeah gotta have a headquarters Well I mean Eli has a whole whiteboard With some shit that you need to do But uh You gotta find a Base of operations I remember that church from the intro sequence? Oh yeah, the church! So the church is about to be torn down, and the person who owns it, the real estate development or real estate developer John Bland, which is a perfect name for a character you never see, wants to tear down the old church and put condos up instead, so you decide that, um uh... You don't want to do that. You go over to the church, you grab a some construction equipment, and then just start tearing it the fuck apart to get the construction crew to leave. However, as you're doing that, Marshall shows up after you... use Bland the, has hired them. Yeah, for protection. Yeah. After you use the construction equipment to take out all the Marshall dudes, you find out that Marshall... Or not Marshall. That Bland is at City Hall, and so... You go to uh, have a talk with Mister Bland. Yeah, you go kidnap him. Yeah, you—he's uh, sitting in his car. You carjack that shit with him in it, and you go for a fucking joyride to freak him out. The whole time you're like, "Hey, so we want that church," and he's like, "Fuck that noise!" Go, nah, man, we really want that church. Eventually, he concedes, uh, leaves his back or uh, his briefcase behind, and fucking takes off running when you stop the car which this is one of the things that is amusing to me he just leaves his briefcase He's like
1: fine take my briefcase and like you check and it's got the deed to the church as well as just like deeds to properties around the city and they're just yours now yeah because that's how crime works yeah you got the deed it's yours that that's definitely how crime works yep they're
0: legally yours now don't fucking question it property's very easy to steal Uh, God what do you do here Then you have to like Find your way to get Inside the church Because it's locked
1: Yeah you go inside the church And then once you do The idols I believe attack Yes They come to Give
0: you a housewarming And they try to kill you You kill all them Yep, now that your new headquarters is bathed in the blood of your enemies, you decide to call yourselves the Saints. Oh, yeah, it's a church. There's a fleur on the floor, and you're like, we're the Saints. All right, so uh, eh, now you need to go out and make yourself known. So you have to do uh, various things. Uh, it's at this point when the boss heads out to uh, JR to see if he wants to join them properly. Yeah, it opens up here. We could probably skip a lot of this. Yeah, I was going to not talk about the ally missions, the criminal ventures, or the uh, side shit you can do, just like try and mainline the story here.
1: Yeah, because you do a lot of the criminal ventures, you're setting up an empire, you're helping your friends, you're doing all this stuff, gaining notoriety, gaining money, getting better, that's this whole section of the game.
0: All right so then you are back at the church having a meeting about your new criminal organization and uh, you need recruits and what better way to get recruits than to participate in the oh God, what's it called? It is a murder circus on Boot Hill that is live streamed. Uh, your last man standing, shoot'em up sort of thing. The boss, Mr. Mayhem, Mrs. Mayhem go to join because uh if the saints are there fucking shit up you're gonna make a name for yourself all over that'll absolutely get people to join right so you take the boat that's off the dock that the church has like the church is really fucking sick head out to the island that you can see from your property (laughs) and join the murder circus I believe that's what Eli calls it and you shoot your way through some goons getting the uh guns that are in coffins around while you have some mad dudes screaming about it the whole time anyway it works Uh, the problem is now uh Uh, As you and your friends are having a game night, uh, you're going to need more money to pay all these people, your new employees, let's say. Yep. And, uh, you know, the Panteros had been talking about Marshall having a train filled with money coming in and they wanted to knock it over. No reason why the Saints can't do that, right? Ah, slight problem. You need a little extra muscle. If only the Saints knew of uh, somebody who was, I don't know, a crazed murderer. Nope. No one like that. (laughs) Nope. Uh, the boss, your player character, is like, hey, I know a guy. We just got to go break him out of prison. So off you pop to the frontier, Marshall's super high-tech prison you uh stealth your way in which uh, is nina and the boss who complains the well nina's talking shit that you can't do stealth because uh you don't you're gongning up in this bitch with bells on and everything you want them to know that you're coming i'd like to point out this
1: again there's a creative character which i'll talk about a bit at a point but uh my character there is literally zero chance of stealth
0: Yeah, that's that's that's. I thought about this when I was playing this section because my character like it looked like a normal dude because like I was just trying to get through the character creation. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I looked at some of the options. I've seen the zerp's and stuff that you make. Sure, I'm sure they were fucking ridiculous.
1: Uh, yeah, she's very super pale. Her pink, like not mohawk, she's shaved sides, but then it's like a braid down the back. Ew. Was bright pink and metallic. It looks like some what some of that like uh, anodized titanium, basically. <laughs> <It> is, yeah, <laughs> she has completely white eyes, no pupil, no iris, is just solid white. <laughs> To go with the uh, band of black makeup across her eyes. She looks insane. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: yeah, sure. I mean, I do just look like a dude. (laughs) Nope, not even close. But, you know, since you'd recently worked for Marshall, you still have the uniform, you put that on, you sneak in through the frontier to make your way to the Nawali quietly. Until you get there, and uh, you don't know how to get him out of his cell, which is a like glass tube in the center, like we're on some Magneto shit, so that way he can't get out. <laughs> but, you know, like you don't need to know fucking computer science or any of that bullshit, you just break the fucking servers to uh, shut the power down, which of course sets off all the alarms in the building. So you grab him, and you guys murder your fucking way out of a prison Uh, down till you get to the basement and then you steal a car and attempt to leave through the front gate but by the time you get there it's closed so you have to drive across the roof of the prison to Hop your way out. And then uh, you tell the Nawali, hey, it's been fun. Hope we're cool now. Sorry I put you in here, but I did get you out. And he's like, yeah, no, that's fair. Hey, I was uh, thinking about knocking over the train. You in? And he's like, maybe. Let me think about it. After that, you and Kevin go get some donuts. Kevin's like, hey, you want to get some donuts? Boss is like, fuck yeah, let's go get some donuts. While you're there buying donuts, people just start shooting at you. Golly gosh, there's this app called Wanted. Murder for hire. You can, um, uh, oh what's the fucking gig? you can uh, have a the gig economy gig comes e- to murdy yeah like what's the it's not gig economy like that's the term but like you can uh, set up gigs for murder mm-hmm. and uh you're on it now plus side kevin knows the people who made the app he dated them both so you uh, i believe it was at the same time right I don't remember. Kevin's the best. Like, fuck, he knows everybody in the city because he's fucked all of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You make your way out to the desert where those two are. And they're like, well, we can't just, like, take people off if they're put on there. Like, what uh, what about the integrity of our app? The boss is like, neat. I'll just put you guys on here then. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. As cars start coming in to kill the boss. So you fight them off while they correct that shit. After you get that all sorted... They, uh, you kill all the people that are after you. They take themselves and you off the wanted app. The boss calls in Wally. Hey, you, uh, you want to do the thing now? He's in, shows up to the church, and, uh, you need some team building. So everybody picks an activity. And you all as a group go to do activities, which are, uh, gosh, uh, one of them was riding jet skis, only the lake that you're riding the jet skis at is all idols, because that's how Kevin knows the place. (laughs) Now, this is where you get the hover jets when you... Uh, I mean, like I don't have it written down what all you do. We have now exceeded my game capacity. Uh, <laughs> There's like, uh, you guys all have planned activities that they do. I don't think you like you do whatever the bosses is. You don't get to it. The Nawali isn't like pleased with this. He's like, we should just make a plan so we can go do the thing. And your guys like, no, no, no. We will work better as a cohesive unit if we all get to know each other better. Like, you know, that's not untrue. The Nawali's super not into it. You guys start going out and he's like, look, all I want to do is kill some Marshall fuckers. Does it? It's been 10 minutes since I killed me a man. I'm starting to get that itch. But that's okay because you do a lot of fucking murder. Uh, the last thing that you end up doing is like you're racing a car, marshals after you end up getting hover bikes. You guys steal the hover bikes with the intent to use them for the great train robbery and you and the Nawali just murder a bunch of dudes while everybody else gets away. Although I think uh, the Nawali ends up taking that hover bikes, so it's just you murdering. You know, it's what you do. You're the fucking one man genocide machine which brings us to robbing the great train time to set the plan in motion a plan which your character proudly doesn't have and even the friends are like i eh, we just figured we wing it like fucking how hard can it be like we've got you two we're golden which to be fair yeah you grab the hoverbikes. you head off down the train you have to fight your way through the train as they attempt to stop you and decouple cars you take the hover bikes keep going on. They start throwing turrets at you. The Nawali's jet bike gets shot and then he has to fall behind. You keep making your way forward without him. There's a running joke about, oh, I guess we're on plan B now. I'll we'll keep going. Ah, shit. I have to go back this way. I guess it's plan C. Ah, oh, it's plan D, plan E. Wait, if we're doing that again, does that make it plan D? It's stupid, but it gave me a good laugh. Is like just their constant banter. <laughs> Up until you get to the final car where all the money is the one that you're actually after and Sergio shows up takes a, a his monster truck hops it into the back of the train you and Sergio get ready to fight and then the Nawali comes out of nowhere and tears his fucking heart out <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, he just fucking shows up, like, shoots him. He's on the ground and just jams a knife into his chest. You guys are like, I thought I had it, but, like, okay, <laughs> whatever. It's done. Let's get paid. Now that you have all the money, you know what it's time to do? Get the fucking Codex back. Fuck the idols. Uh, Because you now have a crew, you uh, people now know who the Saints are. I believe it's at this point on the radio, uh, the cops are looking for the purple shirt gang, which um, means that one, they've been noticed enough that, uh, you know, people know who the Saints are, but also not well enough that they know they're the Saints, they're the purple shirt gang. Yeah. So you decide to go get the codex back from the idols. You check a spot that you think it is only it's not there. So Kev's like, well, if it isn't here and they're like stash hideout, that it has to be on their party yacht. Where else would they keep it? The um, what are the uh, idol leaders? Uh, there's a group of ten of them. They're like the uh, it starts with a C. Fuck, I can't think of the word. Doesn't really matter. Like they'd have they they'd have it on their party yacht. So you grab a boat. You head off towards the party boat. You kill your way through the fucking boat to find where the codex is. It's rigged with explosives. You disarm them thanks to your martial training. Throw them on the yacht. You grab the codex. You go to leave and you start getting attacked by more and more goons. Your helicopter. Uh, one of your crew was going to airlift you out of there from a helicopter. It gets shot down. The boat that you're on starts to explode so you have to run your way through the flaming boat and then you make it back to a boat and head off back to the church with the codex in hand. Fuck yeah, champion! As you guys are celebrating the next day your reacquire, or um, acquiry of the codex I guess you never really had it in the first place. Chet Drummond Marshall's attorney shows up, goes up to the boss, hands him a stack of papers and says, hey, the saints belong to Marshall. You go, the fuck? He says, the contract that you signed says that any venture that you do after you leave Marshall is owned by Marshall if they want it. Saints are making money, Marshall wants it. Eli browses through the contract and be like, "Bruh, why'd you sign this? The boss's response is, shoot the lawyer in the face. Eli's like, that doesn't change anything. You still signed the contract. Which, like, I have a large disagreement here since, again, you can just steal property.
1: I'm pretty sure you could just shoot your way out of this, we own your stuff now. I mean, that isn't not what you end up
0: doing. (laughs) I mean, it kind of isn't. Like, you just go kill all of them. I mean, that's true. If there's no one left, they can't enforce a contract. Marshall's mine now. You're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i believe you uh call atticus who's like yeah fuck you you fucking prick <laughs> uh but you go oh, man how does this come up uh i can't remember if you call oh oh okay you head over to marshall hq to talk to atticus however uh because you have to shoot your way in the building fucking atticus is gone basically as soon as you get there because uh old dude ain't no dummy yeah however when you finally make it up to the top floor myra stars there waiting for you she's like look you want to get out of the contract. I don't have the power to do that. Only Atticus does. However, if we can get him out of the company, I will take over as CEO and I'll let you go. Sound fair? You guys like sick how the hell do we do that? Meyer's like, all you have to do is lower the company uh, stock prices so low, the rest of the board won't have any choice but to get rid of him. Which is funny. This is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, like, if stock prices start plummeting, how do you'll see boards just start removing people? Yep. Now, what are you going to do to disrupt the stock price of Marshall? Aha. We are unveiling a brand new AI-powered tank. Go take the tank. Have a little fun. So, of course, you go. You steal the tank. Uh, Myra gave you a USB to overwrite the AI so you can take control once you're inside of it. And then you just go on a fucking rampage. Rampage! You just start fucking shit up. Now, because nobody saw you get into it, they just think it's the AI going haywire. Which means, uh, holy shit the investors start panicking. Uh, There is a brief aside where your stock price or your stocks start getting, or these stocks start getting bought up by the, Owner of the, I forget, whatever the football team is and name of city. No idea. Where he's like trying to buy him up real cheap. So you make your way over to the football field and start fucking his shit up. And then he sells all the prices again. Or all the stock again. It's done. There's uh you have successfully damaged Atticus's reputation enough that they now have to vote him out. So you get a cutscene of Atticus walking into a board meeting going, What the fuck is all this? And Myra is standing there going, That's it. You done, fucko. Get the fuck out of my office. And then they have the vote yeah, and uh, we vote to fire uh, Atticus and then York, the boss is in a chair, turns around and you have an, uh, the option to shoot him or deliver the news that he's fired. Now, I didn't shoot him because I figured where's the fun in that. Uh, like if we're going to enforce that if I kill the lawyer, the contract isn't null, there's no way that if I kill him, he isn't still in charge of the company. She said earlier, you can't just kill him because he's got like a million and a half relatives. Some other prick is just going to take over. You're going to be in the same boat. and That's why she's in charge. So I didn't kill him. I just fired him. Him. Myra takes over. She's like, great. I am releasing the saints of any contracts that they had. We're good. Word of warning to you, though. You fuck with Marshall. We are coming down on you hard. Which I thought was a weird thing for her to say. Like, you have you looked out your window and saw the destruction I am raging on a fucking daily basis? What do you think you're going to do? <laughs> but the boss is just like, eh, whatever. And fucks up. Off Offie pops. Ah, here we go. End game. Now we're back to the party. Saints are free. You guys are fucking rich. Thanks to the great train robbery. You got the codex. Everything's fucking going great. So you decide to throw a little party. I believe it's um after the last mission, the church is finally done with the renovations, so like it looks good, which was my like I had a real problem with that. We'll discuss it later. Like I'm glad it finally went somewhere. It looked like a place you'd want to hang out, not just like a rundown church. At the party. You guys are uh people are inside having a good fucking time. It's a big ass party. It's a big ass church. All sorts of people are there. Uh the, the Nawali shows up, you got the five of you are standing outside just like taking in what you've built. Like, man, this is fucking awesome kevin eli and nina all go inside which just leave you and the Nawali talking the Nawali goes you know for years uh i was the only one i could count on i i never let anyone close to me because it was a weakness but you you all have shown me that i was wrong not only was i wrong i'm taking over for you i want nina kevin and eli they're my friends now stabs the boss in the gut and throws him into an open grave and then just starts pouring dirt on top of him. It's fucking, oh my God, this is stupid. All right, whatever, right? Okay, while you're buried, you go through this nightmare hellscape. It starts off with uh, the petting zoo board game they were playing earlier, only like you're on the board, you're the size of a piece and like everyone has a little objective they want you to do. Uh, The point of this and then the following hellscapes is you're clearly trapped in the boss's own mind And his own inadequacies, as you go along and your friends are telling you that you're a piece of shit, you're not good enough, you're the reason Eli got shot, that wouldn't have happened if you weren't around. Uh, Nina would still have her car, which we haven't talked about her shit. Like, everything would be better if you weren't there. The entire time you're going through this, like, uh, psychological fuck-up and hellscape, uh, Snickerdoodle is there trying to guide you through it. You manage to make your way out after you uh, confront the Nawali again. He's like, ah... You were never good enough. They're mine. You deserve to be dead, you piece of shit. Your character, like, rages through a door after him, and that's when he regains consciousness. And he wakes up to find the church is now a fucking massacre. Like, all the partiers are dead. Nina, Kevin, and Eli, and the Nawali are all gone. (sighs) Fuck, I'm out of shape. Like, I'm winded. (laughs) Right, okay. You wake up, you see everyone's gone, you head back to the old apartment, you see that they're not there, and then you head to the Nawali's hideout in the graveyard that's not too far from the church to uh, get some of his guns so you can go find your fucking friends and kill the goddamn Nawali. As soon as you're down there, you're getting guns. An alarm goes off, and Nawali knows you're there. He starts sending goons after you. You murder your way through the goons, and then you call the Nawali, and you're like, yeah, what now, bitch? Nawali says, hey, I have your friends, and we're all waiting. Meet me where we first met. So you head off to Silver Gulch. Hooray! Perfect, a way to reuse assets. Exactly. You'll never guess what you're doing now. That's right. The same as you did in the first mission. Only this time it's a little different. It, the cutscene that shows, like when you get there, is your character going, Look, we don't have to do this. You're surrounded by goons with guns on you. All I want to know is where he's at. You all don't have to die today. Just tell me where he's at. Just tell me where he's at. And, you know, like the fucking cock guns, like, you know what? Fuck it. I tried. I tried to save you. And, like, as you keep murdering dudes, he's like, Just tell me where they're at and I'll stop killing you. Like, Please, anyone, fucking tell me. As you shoot your way around through the gulch and you, uh, you end up getting. Getting a minigun and you just start fucking mowing dudes down it's like please someone anyone one of you has to have common fucking sense tell me where the fuck they are as you're mowing dudes down you notice the vtol is still crash sitting there you're like huh figured they'd have moved that by now finally this one dude's like whoa 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 I'll tell you where they're at. Dude's like, great. He's like, I'll do you one better. I will put it in your phone. He's like, oh, oh, this sounds perfect. And just like hands the phone. And it's like, oh, can you unlock this for me? Oh yeah, no, not a problem. And you're know, like, they just like small talk while they doing that. Turns out the Nuali is in a casino and uh, you got a perfectly good VTOL right there. Well. I say perfectly good. It's a little dirty and crashing some dirt. But you know what? It flies. You head out to the casino in your VTOL. You take out all of the ground forces and helicopters because you're in a goddamn jet fighter. <laughs> and then you have to fight your way through the casino. I mean, you are murdering more goons in red shirts because they're Nawali's dudes, so they rest kind of like them. You make it to the Nawali. Earlier, you had a cut scene where they're in a set that looks like the old apartment. And then he walks through the door, Kevin's cooking, they're like, oh, you're home. They have a little moment, only it's not quite right uh, because it's a stage that they're on. (laughs) So the boss makes his way through all the goons and he crawls along some ducks to the stage where uh, the Nawali is upset at Eli and punched him. And he's trying to apologize to him like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I shouldn't have hit you. Uh, We're going to uh, take five, start again from the top. As he does that, your character drops down from the ceiling just like punches him in the head so he falls. And then uh, it's like, Are you guys all right? And cuts Eli free. Which, of course, the Nawali doesn't stay down long. So he gets up, starts choking out the boss, who's like, You're a piece of shit. Your friends don't need you. And he's like, I know. I need them. And then they all are free now. So they all start beating up the Nawali, who takes off running. You shoot your way through the casino. You get to. You follow the Nawali. He throws some like red smoke bombs to try and get away. We'll come back to that one too. He ends up in a helicopter you shoot it from the casino as he's trying to like take out the floors that you're on you end up on the roof for a final showdown shoot him in the gut and as he's on his knees lying there or sitting there he goes to say something to the boss who guns still on him just unloads a fucking clip into him before he can say. which I fucking love that I really do and then it ends with uh, the friends on the roof watching the sunrise or sunset like from the roof of this big ass casino overlooking the city and he's like you know like you guys really mean a lot to me and they're like yeah we know shut up you fucking idiot <laughs> we love you too dumbass and then there's technically two more missions after that but I didn't bother with them I'm so
1: sorry you all had to sit through that.
0: <laughs> yeah, God,
1: that was a mess. Boy, howdy. Next time, I'll make sure to be- beat the game. Uh, <laughs> some of that sounded all right, but a lot of that, I just do not care. <laughs> I haven't un- uninstalled the game yet, but that's literally what I'm doing when I get home.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, we'll, we can circle back around to that. Uh, all right, so that's the main missions. There are the criminal empire missions which are uh, basically you just dealing with the cops there are ally missions uh eli doing the larping nina trying to get her car and then getting revenge for her car basically taking out the pantero's uh entire they call it the forage but like i don't think they're making cars they might actually be making cars there i don't know but that's their car place yeah and then like <laughs> kevin's ally missions are not that like they're, they're all, all over random. the place yeah. yeah like he tells you you about uh, getting decorations for the Mm -hmm. church where you find landmarks and you take a picture and then like they 3D print them and then they fucking show up to scale. His one mission which I don't know, it was maybe like my favorite side mission uh, FBs, the like fast food chain has some like limited run from a toy they used to have and he wants to get one and uh, the boss is like hey uh, Kevin's like hey can you drive me out there so I can get one of these toys and like you the boss is like seems weird but like sure buddy like if that's what you want to do I can drive you and as you're heading out there, like, he's just, like, fucking frothing for this thing. And the boss is, like, like it's, it's a fucking, like, kid's toy, dude. Like, what the hell do you care? Like, why are you so, like, excited about it? He's like, look, I was in and out of foster families growing up. So when this was out, I really wanted one, but I couldn't get one because of the, like, foster care, I was bounced around so much I never had the chance. So, like, now is my chance to, like, regain some of my childhood because, like... Oh buddy <laughs> Fuck yeah of course So like you end up Going to a bunch Of different of these uh, FBs to try and find A fucking toy That's it Alright <laughs> Yeah Like you, you race around Like you shoot some dudes Because you always end up Shooting some dudes But like Nah <laughs> just, a, just a nice little Character moment I thought And then there's the Criminal ventures And side hustles my god Where do you want to go From here Do crimes get money
1: uh, yep. I mean It's basically Oh where to start With how many things I dislike about this game <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, let's go with the shorter list of stuff that you liked before we really start shitting on it. Oh, um, I kind of like the, uh,
1: characters, the like four main characters, Yeah, your friends. They're all pretty well done. Uh, you know they've got their own unique things going on about them,
0: but they are just friends. Uh, yeah, well, like as much as like we were talking about the Michelle Rodriguez trope of Nina, like she is her own character. Like she's got like a she's an art history major, which like comes up. And she talks about it and like their interests come up and like they're back, like they do feel like characters. Right,
1: that's, they're actually pretty like well involved as characters. And as you said, there's backstory moments that they just talk about and they don't have to like thoroughly explain, but even just quick backstory things. So you really get a feel for them as characters and as people that your character knows.
0: Yeah, and like the mid-mission or even just driving around banter and it like feels natural, like as they're just talking. Which is the like, I want the game basically to
1: just focus on them and building your criminal empire. Yeah. Um, it's funny that I stopped before getting into the Nawali stuff because I so don't care. It's so
0: fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. I re- I, uh, you and I were talking before, like, before we get to the Nawali um, about, like, them as characters in their relationship and like it doesn't really seem like they have a lot in common but they're like super supportive of each other yes and like it's really nice to see like they're really like awesome to each other like uh Eli he starts LARPing and like he asks the boss to help him because he wants to like grind out some XP the entire like LARPing missions where it's some like post-apocalypse like cyberpunk fucking like Mad Max shit Uh, not cyberpunk it's post-apocalypse Mad Max shit and like you're, you're shooting dudes with nerf guns and when you kill them like they do a like long fake death which is so fucking funny and uh the combat we haven't talked about uh, there is a like instant kill button where you come up and you do a glory kill to an enemy they are different for those missions because they're all non-lethal so like you'll tap someone on the shoulder pull a like fake arrow back and you go bow to the face and they go ah and then like slowly lay down <laughs> or like you walk up and you take your finger and you slice someone's throat or uh, the one, the Kalima, you just like fake tear their heart out. <laughs> it's a really fucking funny. Also, like, there are, like I do really like those missions just because they, like, they were goofy and like a super lighthearted way for the rest of this game, which is just murder. Speaking of murder,
1: um, I found the combat to be dreary and uninspired. Oh my God. Uh, yes, it is. Repetitive? It's that. Like, it's a shooter. Third-person shooter. I always like less than first-person. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean,
0: I, I, okay, like, repetitive is the nature of the beast. You're going to be shooting dudes. It's third-person. You're not really going to mix that up too much. What surprised me is all the turret sections. If you are laying on a roof shooting dudes, you're a turret now. That's a turret section. Mm-hmm. You know, except for the times where they actually give you a turret. <sighs> Or a minigun, so you're a mobile turret.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess. But honestly, I wish there were more, uh, more like the minigun section because you're just slaughtering through dudes. Um, I kept trying to lower the difficulty and never really found it to a place where I thought the game was just like, fun because that feels like how this game should be to me because the combat isn't fine-tuned at all no and so like i feel like this is the kind of game where you should just be overpowered
0: yeah but i didn't feel that way at all the whole time i played it on normal and like i don't like the gunfights i was in never felt fair for like the uh the enemy team uh, i guess i should say i played this on xbox and you'd played it on pc yeah and the, uh, it's been a minute since I've played a shooter on a console, so, like, that felt weird anyway, but I also never was able to, like, dial in the sensitivity to where it felt good. Neither was I, and I was playing with a mouse. God, that's weird. <laughs> Which, like, it's weird for me, but because, uh, aim assist on a controller, you know, fucking, uh, left trigger, right trigger, I could work through it. It was just awkward. Oh, but your aim assist was much better than mine. <laughs> it's
1: weird with, with the aim assist off which is how i wanted to play and eventually found all the settings and sometimes they probably saved <laughs> i real talk uh, i had several issues where i would change the settings go back play and then save and exit and the next time i loaded in the settings were not what i had saved them at they had just reverted yeah yeah it's super cool and i love that um but Uh, With all the auto, you know, aim assist and auto-aim off, it's like an actual shooter, but it felt not good. (laughs) No. Like, aiming, it felt okay, but it just really didn't feel good. Like, it's very hard for me to explain how, like, good shooters feel, and uh, one of the big ones is not (laughs)
0: third-person. Responsive? Yeah. Because, like, you can have a third-person shooter that still, like, feels all right. I'm with you in that I don't think a third-person shooter will ever feel bad than a first-person shooter for a variety of reasons. You know, the recoil, the screen shake, uh, potential bloom, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which, you know, you're stripping a lot of that out third person.
1: Yeah, I just want to move my mouse and click on a man and kill him. Yeah. And it really just it didn't quite feel like that. <laughs> that 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 should be how it works, yeah. Yeah, It. I don't know if it was one of those things where, like, they were just making the mouse feel like a uh, joystick. Some companies do that. It's the wrong way to do things things. yeah uh there so what it is is it's a um acceleration Mm, thing where they add acceleration to your movement no if you have a mouse it should be one-to-one movement Mm -hmm. when you move the mouse it moves that much if you move faster it moves faster there should be no like acceleration delay which they have in joysticks yes which makes sense i don't know if that's the thing in this game or not but that is one common thing that makes uh shooting with a mouse feel bad And this game did not feel particularly good.
0: Uh, Yeah. And uh, for like a joystick, you want that because as you move it all the way to the side, you want it to move faster so it accelerates, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, So yeah,
1: I all the combat, I would uh, go up and I'd start killing dudes and then I would just
0: die. Which seems wild to me because like I died maybe three, four times this entire game.
1: It was funny as we were talking about that because yeah, I would go and just do something and... Because there's no indication of like, if you should have, if you should be a certain level to any of the game. Yeah. And so I don't know if I was just like, why are you doing this already? Go do something else. Or if it's just something with my settings or what, but like, you know, I'd stop, shoot a guy and then, uh, his friend would shoot me, uh, twice and I'd be in my last bar of health already.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. So you start with three and then you get four and then you get five eventually. I don't think it goes above five.
0: Uh, I think I was like level 16 or 17 and then you get another health upgrade at 15. Cause there's two health upgrades. Then Yeah. Because uh, started with- sounds right, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, but I w- so I was on four for most of this that I'm talking about, and yeah, I would just randomly just like one person would walk up and hit me with
0: a pipe, and I would be dead, just dead, huh? Uh, I had, like, I was caught in, like, uh exploding vehicle chain. Like, that mm-hmm. killed me a couple times. Like, ah, that sucks. What can you do? Yeah. Like, I would expect to die if I was in an exploding vehicle. Yeah. But, like, I don't know.
1: The idol would throw one of their, like, firework grenades, and I'd get caught with a firework. Not, like, directly on it, but nearby. And it would take all but, like, the last sliver of my health. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or I was already dead and just didn't. Know. I don't know. It <laughs> was very, like, I'd just oh, be my, looking my, down oh. constantly and be like, Shinderu. <laughs> I have. No health. Again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. There was, uh, your health is broken up into pips. Well, not pips, but, uh, sections. I believe you had said. And your health will auto-regenerate to whatever section you're on if you're still in combat. Yes. However, the glory kills, if you do, will refill up to the next one. Yep. So if you can hang back and, like, keep getting those glory kills, you can get your health back up mid-combat. No problem. As well as any, like, perks or skills that you have to... Get health back or boost that or whatever. Which,
1: glory kills are melee. Yep. So, like, if you're trying to stay in cover, it's
0: only kind of useful. Yeah, but I, I can't say flank because, like, the enemies will just move towards you. Yeah. And, like, sometimes they'll spread out, but that just seems incidental. Yeah, no, that just, yeah. Yeah. Chaos. But uh, if you're trying to take cover somewhere, like, someone will always end up coming at you. So, like, you can wait till they're close enough that you can just, like, pop that off. And then it has a cooldown timer? Yes. That's, like, a minute. (laughs) It lowers for every kill that you get. So, like, as long as you're murdering dudes, you get it back pretty quickly.
1: But if you're, you know, trying to stay safe, it's not great. So here's the thing, it's like they talk about, you know, yeah, staying safe and cover and stuff. I don't want to do that. No. Uh-uh. This game absolutely should not do that. You should by default be much stronger. At least for my experience, like I want to be uh standing in the middle of the street firing guns with both hands going ah. I mean like like that is what I ended up doing without you know instantly
0: dying but uh yeah I don't know what like weird difficulty shit you're running at or like why shit would hit you so hard but I could basically take an armory's worth of ammo and just like shrug it off well you said there's a thing that like you heal when you attack uh yeah there's um there's skills that you get from is it the perks that you get from challenges uh the challenges are the traits which are fucking wild uh yeah, I didn't spend any time with the challenges. I figured if I got them while I was playing, I got them. I, I ended up getting a couple of them, but yeah. like I couldn't tell you what they do. I don't care. Uh, in that like I wasn't paying any attention to them. The skills though, because you as you level up, you get access to different skills, and some of them are just passive, like more health or yeah. whatever. Uh, but there's also a hot bar of skills that you can use. Uh, what whatever you get early on is the grenade where you just fucking lob a grenade, or the one that you get after that where you grab an enemy, jam a grenade down their pants, and throw them, and then they explode. Yeah, see, you get that one first. Oh, you do get that one first. Yeah. Okay. Which I thought thought was weird. I I wanted to see more of those, uh, and which like I got with the flaming punch because like you just fucking your hands on fire and you just lay into something and like fucking they. Sh- Fly off. Yeah, that sounds hilarious. It is. It's pretty fucking good. If the only triggering sucks. those wasn't uh, miserable. Yeah, yeah, that one's weird. Uh, I don't know what the controls are. Really, it wasn't bad on controller. <laughs>
1: ah, well, by default, to bring up, so you know, as you said, it's a like a little skill wheel, basically. Mm-hmm. So you click in the middle mouse button, so your mouse wheel, Ugh. to bring up that wheel, and then you press one, two, three, or four. Uh, okay, when you say click to bring it up, is it a toggle or do you hold it? Hold it oh no it is quite literally i think one of the worst design systems i've ever seen you should never be like have to hold down the mouse wheel that's awful (laughs) that that's what i was saying that's horrendous but also scroll on the mouse wheel i think is still switch weapons so if you click in but you slide forward instead of doing a thing your character will just switch weapons it's awful and i hate them now you can change it, kind of, but it's you have to press, still press and hold a different button and then press one, two, or three, or four, which I obviously did.
0: Yeah. Uh, for the controller, it was hold the right bumper and then hit one of the face buttons. So, like, felt pretty good. Yeah. Uh, easy to pop off. Yeah, the one the one skill that I had was uh, some vampire thing where you do damage and you get health back. And as soon as I unlock that, fucking put the game on easy mode because you can't kill me now. Now, like you get a portion back of the damage that you do. But by the time I had that, I was using the hand cannon, which uh, two taps to the dome. So like it does like fuck ton of damage. So like I would get just like, one of the health bars back with each shot. Like, it was stupid. You got a stupid amount of health back. And then I started using the Tommy gun, and then I had that fully upgraded so it had armor piercing around so it would shred dudes and cars. Uh, Do you know how much damage goes off when a car explodes? A lot. Almost enough to entirely refill your health bar. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into more of a problem when there wasn't cars to explode, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I kind of feel like I... Because I, I was basically right before you unlocked that skill. Yeah. And I was like... Like, I feel like the game will get a lot easier once I get it. But also, I just don't care to play more. Yeah. Because it wasn't, up until that point, it, as I said, I wasn't enjoying the combat. And boy, howdy, is the combat of uh, the game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There are other things to do. There is some car driving, some racing. The cars, uh, no car will ever feel good on keyboard and mouse. Me, Right. It,
0: it will never feel good. It'll be fine. It'll, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I will say the, uh, I really enjoyed the car customization because you could a shit ton of options mm-hmm. and like, that's all I ever want out of these kind of games. Like any sandbox where you have to drive, just give me that kind of car customization because I want it to be like stupid. I'd, I had some ugly little convertible that I put some stupid looking body kit on, painted the whole thing purple, gave it off-road tires because fuck it, why not? You Hell know, yeah. Like a NOS kit. Like I want it to look dumb. Fuck yeah, give me that purple neon underneath. What? God. can i ever see it fuck no but it doesn't matter <laughs>
1: um which i guess in things we like the character customization is actually quite good i wish i went through a little better but there's quite a bit of it uh a, a few parts of it are a bit clunky but mostly it's actually pretty good hm. as i said i got my character to look pretty freaky which is always the goal um Although, here's this. This is going to be the weirdest complaint. Stick with me for a moment. (laughs) By default, the game has a modesty sensor on. Oh, yeah. So when you're first making your character, they give you the option for a tattoo, Back tattoo. They give you uh, however many options. Sure. Um, I think it, by default, it's only like the um, Zodiac or something.
0: Okay. Because every same you go to like a tattoo parlor and then you can like buy them to unlock them. I believe so, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, just like the shirts and hats and all that yep, stuff yep, you can yep. go
0: by. Um. And there's a lot of clothing options too.
1: By default, the modesty sensor is on and the modesty for the female character is a tank top okay. that covers your entire chest. Sure. So, you can't see the back tattoo. Oh, that you're potentially picking. You just, you just can't. You have to turn the modesty sensor off, which is fine. I don't like. So I turned off all the modesty sensors. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. And then the you're just a ken doll Mm -hmm. or barbie doll
0: yeah i was gonna say like you don't have junk you don't have bits yeah which like is weird to me i uh i don't want to compare this to the other games uh and like i've been struggling not to the entire time especially moving forward from here um but i believe that like characters with pasties were a thing in like three and four so like i don't understand why you wouldn't just have that yeah well so there are like just show nips like fucking whatever right (laughs) i don't know if there was
1: because there's a show nips option yeah and i I turned it on and uh i don't know if it's because my character was basically ghost white uh you turn on the show nips option that's not a thing hmm. still just a barbie doll
0: uh i had the modesty filter on because i thought the uh like pixelated sensor bar was funny yeah but it also gives you options to put an emoji on it mm-hmm. so like i had the eggplant emoji and so anytime anybody was supposed to be naked they'd have a floating eggplant over their junk which fucking cracked me up every time because yeah. i've got the sense of humor of a fucking like 10 year old I do like, <laughs> <laughs> But
1: uh yeah, that was kinda of this thing where I was just like if you're going to let me turn modesty sensor off and you have its character model, why don't you actually just do the thing? Yeah. It's one of the things that, uh, of other games, uh, playing cyberpunk, it was so nice to just be like, yeah, you got a penis. Here it is. Yeah, it was. It's like, oh, cool.
0: We're not going to be weirdos about this. Cause like genitals exist. People have them. Yeah. It's, it's just a dick. Uh, half the people on the planet got one. Not a big deal.
1: Yeah. Is it going to come up much? Probably never. Ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, what's – if I'm trying to model my character, though, and then, like, decide all their tattoos and scars, again, there's stuff like that. There was some scars that I have no idea what they looked like because I – with the modesty sensor on because of how much your underwear covered.
0: Damn. Yeah. It was just, like, kind of weird. It dude's just, like, boxer briefs. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, There is a couple of things I want to talk about before we uh, get into the uh, – Uh, I wanna finish up talking about the Nawali. Uh as far as like the writing goes, it doesn't make so like the entire time you're seeing this dude, he's talking about planning and like you force him to spend time with you, and even then, like he still wants to have a plan. When you go to meet him in the beginning, he is calm and methodical, and even like when he runs from you, like he tries to get on a VTOL and fuck off, then you guys get in a fist fight. As you're making your way out of the prison, he is mostly calm and methodical, like trying to think out the next move. So the twist because they needed a villain at the very end that uh, i am a be you now didn't make any sense to me. And it wasn't until like I was writing up my notes that I looked up like what the fuck does Nawali mean because I typed it so many times I was fucking tired of it. Which is like the fucking your second shadow whatever bullshit I said at the beginning of this. Who cares? Yeah, okay. That 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 makes sense for the character but that is so much more highbrow than the rest of this game. Now, this game is potty humor incarnate and it, it had more hits than misses for me uh, up until that, I really kind of liked the writing. Like I liked the friends interaction. I didn't mind the like weird shit going on in the world. They like gave enough of a excuse. Like you would get uh, news reports about like shit going on around town, which felt like they would be like a news report, especially in this like silly hyper-violent world. But like that, that didn't make any fucking sense to me. Like it, that single moment right there. As soon as he's like, I'm going to be you and then fucking stabs your character. And I'm like, then I'm going to wake up and then like the, Real bad guy is going to be Atticus fucking Marshall, right? Because this doesn't make any sense for the character as presented. Like you said that he was a psychopath, and I see him murder people, but like, oh no, he's just ape shit crazy out of fucking nowhere. <sighs> okay, that feels so lazy. Yeah, as I said, I didn't get that far, and I'm
1: uh, kind of glad of it because yeah, it's such a like oh here's a twist, but it's not a good twist. It's not interesting. No. Like, as you said, Atticus Marshall, he fires you early on, right? Mm -hmm. He is the antagonist to you. Marshall tries to take over your company. Like, and then you get him disgraced and kicked out of his own company. Yeah, He is your adversary this whole game. And then it's like, uh, we need a way to
0: end it. Here's this. Well, we can't have that fucking old guy. Um, I mean, you could put him in some crazy fucking, like, mech suit and have it be, like, a boss fight. Or just have him be really good at guns, which I assume he is. Yeah. Like, he's got that, like, old-school lawman look to him with a cowboy hat and six-gun on his hip. Right? right? Yeah. Fucking duel at high noon. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Instead, we have your... I don't know what it was like a South American counterpart who like for my character that dude looked like he was 30 years older than I assume the same for you. <laughs> it's like it's fucking weird. Uh, I did want to ask you about the radio stations, just because th- this kind of game. Like, I didn't find any like talk shows that are interesting like I would like in GTA, but there were a couple radio stations I really dug. Um well, it was
1: funny because I streamed this game briefly, and when you turn off the uh, copyrighted music, they don't have any non-copyrighted music in the game. I mean, that makes sense. So when you're in the car, it's just silent. Ooh, that's awkward. Yep, <laughs> it's very bad. It is amazing to me that they couldn't have some track, anything, developed in-house. Yeah. Because if they have the copyright for it, like... They cannot, you know, go after it. Yeah. They can just be like, here's a thing that we made. So if you're streaming and it, that plays, you're fine. Instead, it's just silent. Mm. Very awkward. Which I get, like, is fine for streamers. But, like, if you're going to do that to help streamers, do something. Yeah, have something there. Or a talk show,
0: right? Or a talk show. Right? Just put something on the radio. Oh, boy, oh, boy uh i only wanted it like that's the last positive thing i had to say is like the uh, edm station the uh country station and i think the like punk station were all right or like a hard rock or whatever it was as i would you know like browse through yeah it wasn't a bad like musical uh selection of the tracks that they would play couldn't tell you any of them offhand but like you know that's whatever no i have no idea what any of the music was it was all right when
1: i turned it back on but yeah. i mostly background noise
0: Yeah, it was the, uh, not EDM, the, like, Synthwave channel. Oh, sure. It's like, fuck yeah. But, like, I will just sit and listen to Synthwave on my own. (laughs) So, like, how many times did this game hard crash for you? Hard crash? None. Just get real fucking weird? All the time. Oh, yeah, no, I'd have that all the time. There were, um, I was never sure what caused it because every time it happened, it was, like, sometimes stuff was happening, sometimes it wasn't, where uh, I would be playing along and then suddenly I'd be at the Xbox dashboard. Ah, I see
1: you. Yeah, that's the fucking worst. Yeah. Because, like, I would have a ton of physics problems, which is, like, a thing. It's something I mostly can ignore. And it's funny when it happens to a person. Like, you hit someone and they just go flying off into the distance. And you're like, huh, they're gone. Ooh, or uh, cars doing the same thing. Yeah, but it's less cool when cars do it while you're in them. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I'm just driving along. All of a sudden, I'm just, like, several streets over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. Ha, cool. I would have uh, mid-mission where um, the next objective I have to do either wouldn't load in or wouldn't move if it did. Like, there were a few times I would have to restart a mission to like hope I could get to that point and then we could progress. Like, the final fight with the Nawali, He throws some red smoke down and he's supposed to run away. Only for like two and a half minutes he just stayed there. So like, frozen in place. So I was just laying into him in his face. Now, the damage at that section is capped for each area that he runs to. So like i wasn't doing any damage but like ammo's not real who cares i was like i was just fucking laying into him until i got bored and then stopped and then he finally started moving again like what 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 the fuck my dude you're dead and then some you're worse than hitler and inglorious bastards like there shouldn't be head left for you you are now the fine red mist Uh, Oh, if I was driving and I hit the nitrous, all of the tires on the car would shoot off into the distance at the speed of goddamn light. Like just models of them would like, cause I'd keep driving and nothing would happen. It was just some weird visual glitch that I honestly found really entertaining (laughs) because you drive for a bit and hit it just to watch them go. And then you wait a few seconds and you hit it again and just watch them shoot off. Trying to think of some of the like major, like it was a lot of like weird visual shit. Yeah. And like, there wasn't anything game breaking that like, besides the hard, crashes other than full crashes and you know when uh i guess i'd have to restart a mission because shit wouldn't load yeah other (laughs) than all the game breaking other than (laughs) the game breaking stuff but like there's no cheat codes in this which there is in the other ones and it's its own thing fine but i wanted some goddamn dialer cheat codes yeah it's i guess this is
1: so one of the reasons uh, a lot of the complaints about this game and uh one of my complaints uh this game's just like It's very old feeling in the design. Like, it feels like they were like, we're going to make Saints Row 1 again. And um, then they did that. Yeah, with better graphics. Slightly better graphics, because it looks like... (laughs) That is... Thank you. uh Yeah. (laughs) You said better graphics. And I was like, I booted the game. and I'm like, all right, these graphics are fine. I was, as I was playing, I, you know, I'm like, they look like video game character models. They look like a fake video game made for a TV commercial graphics. I kind of get that. Which, like, like
0: everything's just like too
1: bright and too shiny. And just everything, like it looks like a video game. Not enough that it's like
0: super like, oh,
1: whatever. But it just looks like, it's okay. Enough that you'd question
0: if it was a stylistic choice or like it looks like this on accident.
1: Right. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, did they try to, like, not go hard on the graphics? But if so, did they want to go for a style? Because they didn't really hit any specific style. It's just, is like, these are graphics, but slightly worse. And then I was like, oh, right, but this game came out, like, two months ago.
0: Yeah. That feels weird. That's super weird. Yeah, Uh, like, uh, I say everything's too bright, and, like, I don't know, maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's just that I had the brightness turned up too high. Um. No, no, see, it's either too
1: bright or too dark. yeah. Because uh, at nighttime, everything is darkness. And not like a little bit.
0: It's just darkness. So uh, I, I think I've talked about this either in an episode or on stream where like by default, I have the brightness over where it wants it to be because I'm fucking blind. So in this game, if it's noon, like it was, everything was a little too bright and the colors popped a little too much. Fine, like maybe that's just because I had the brightness turned up, right? Uh, And then it was nighttime. And as long as I was like out where there's no light, I could actually see for a goddamn change. If there was any light source, it was basically blinding. So I turn it down and yeah, like you had said, now suddenly I'm in fucking pitch blackness. I moved it one, why is it suddenly so dark? I died several times. Because
1: I picked a fight too close to sunset. Ooh. And just like the sun would go down and the game was like, oh, it's
0: dark now. I'm like, I literally cannot see enemies. And they're like, yeah, get fucked. Jesus, if I had to drive (sighs) at sunset or sunrise, I would just wait. Because as soon as like you fucking turn into the sun, I mean, much like real life, you suddenly can't see anything. And that's super not what the fuck I want in a video game. Yeah. Uh, I took to just fast traveling back home and sleeping
1: through the night, which again is like, okay, that's a weird amount of realism for a game like this. Yeah. Which is a kind of thing that is the other, I think, of my biggest complaints. So a lot of the game design elements, again, the cell phone to track all the stuff, the just like map full of just random nonsense, fuck about. It feels like a game that was made uh, 10 to
0: 13 years ago. Yeah, it does. With a lot of stylistic choices that were common 10 to 13 years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: so in today's day and age and game market, it just feels there. Um, So, like, I know this was a complaint of the game when it came out. Like, wow, it feels like exactly like one of these that would come out fucking 10 years ago. Like, this game came out in the 2010s, right? Nope, 2022 for some goddamn reason. Uh, It's why are there turret sections What the shit? Why are there so many turret sections? It's the, like, uh, the open world side quest, which uh, there are, uh, like, let's take the insurance fraud, right? Like, you have to go, you get hit by cars, you have a multiplier. Uh Yeah, that's, that's the same thing. Everything you do, and there's, like, eight of them. Yeah. Or uh, go get, like, go repo these cars, or go steal these food trucks. It's every single thing that there is to do, there is 20 more of them to do on the map, and that's how we fill out shit to do. And it's always the
1: same. And it's always the same. Like, that's not, it's not like, oh, you're doing some different, no, it's you're doing insurance fraud you're getting hit by cars yep you're doing this you're stealing cars and it's just like oh look at all this stuff there is but it's not and none of it comes with any of the side stuff has like story behind it nope it is all just oh go here do an insurance fraud get money get experience and get money get experience why is there experience tied to all this well you gotta unlock this stuff why why can't i just have them why can't you just have them right i don't understand why this game needs character progression i'm not sure why every game now needs character progression
0: i mean i don't mind an rpg system if you're gonna give me rpg elements not just uh, i have to hit level 10 before i can unlock a fucking baseball bat that i pull out of nowhere what the fuck is that right
1: until level 10 and then you get access to better guns and you can level up your guns and it's like why why is it just not a game yeah. with
0: guns. Especially since, like, the gun upgrades are all gated by money anyway. Like, if I fucked around for three goddamn hours and suddenly I have like 150,000 so I can upgrade a gun, why wouldn't you let me? Right? Nope. Level gated. Why is there a level gate for this? What are you doing? Why? Especially since you have a whole other system of like in game challenges where you can do those to unlock stuff. Why not just have fucking more of those?
1: Yeah, it's just such a weird like system we gotta throw in there. Uh so yeah, that's the that's that complaint about uh systems and how some of them feel like they don't belong and the rest of them feel like they're uh way too old and like need some innovation. Or not necessarily innovation, but like Look around at what pe- other people have made and maybe, you
0: know, keep up. Look at the last 10, 13 years of gaming and see where we've gone. Yeah. Instead of making another one of those.
1: Uh, and then the other one is, which kind of ties in, is the kind of confused tone. Yeah. Where like, friendship is magic and you're the patron saint of genocide.
0: Nope. Okay. Lines on the same page, my guy. Huh? <laughs> Lines on the same page, my guy. Yeah.
1: Because that, I mean, like, that's the end message of the game is friendship is magic. Yeah. Uh, But again, you being the patron saint of genocide are like, you kill everyone all the time. And okay, that's totally a bit weird. But then as you said, it's mostly just like, uh, as I was putting it, it has the humor often of a 12 year old at the back of the class snickering because the teacher said Uranus. Yep. Which is fine, but then sometimes it takes itself way too seriously if you're going to do that. Yeah. Like, I don't... Okay, if that's the goal, then we should not be having a serious adventure. Like, we should be doing bombast and stupid over-the-top stuff with fun character moments, Mm -hmm. which they do some of the time, and then they're like, no, no, we got to go back to building your criminal empire.
0: And I'm like, what? What? Well, like, if you want to have, like, I don't know, hard hitting emotional moments between your characters, then you have to build towards that, not just, like, try and throw it in because your main villain was fucking shoehorned at the goddamn end.
1: Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Is the, uh, if you wanted a good character ending, like, way to feel like the game wrapped itself up, that would have been with Atticus. Yeah. Because he is your antagonist
0: through most of the game Uh, yes but like when you get to the Nawali and uh he's choking you out and he's like uh they don't need you and your character like you're right like i need them because like he's gone on this whole emotional journey being like "Uh, like why why would you guys say that like i tried to save eli i tried to do this i tried to do that like i was there for you guys you're always there for me what's happening in a whole like level section of levels that is filler and it feels like filler and because it's filler there is like it isn't the character saying that like it's clearly just in the dude's head so like this is all bullshit right it's weird because at the beginning your characters are great friends yeah that's almost never in doubt the whole ass game it's only that one section
1: yeah, yeah. Well, now that the nwali stabbed me maybe my friends don't love me yeah what <laughs> the fuck he's crazy <laughs> <laughs> It's just that. It's just like, come on. <laughs> where where are we going? Stick some
0: sort of landing and they're like, Nope, nope, nope. nope. Uh, <laughs> here's a game. But it's like, uh What did you say? Like the bombast. Like there are sections where like it starts to ramp up and get silly, but it is never like is over the top as you want it to be because it never really goes over the top. It ramps up to like the top of the hill and then goes, Oh, hang on. Let's scale it back a little. Yeah. You're like, Oh, okay. Like you're on an Island full of people all murdering each other for a fucking Twitch audience. Straight up hunger games and shit. Yeah. I don't like, (laughs) do we do anything with that? Fuck no. Nope. Okay. Um. Marshall has, like, an AI tank and some hover bikes and, like, some weird laser guns. Yeah. So, like, They're, like, way technologically advanced. <laughs> so, like, we have, like, uh, a minigun that shoots, like, robots that just, like, go and, like, bite people in the ass or some shit, right? absolutely not here's your fucking tech nine go smg it up right oh okay okay we don't even have like a legally distinct lightsaber we don't even have a dildo bat (laughs) the thing i think people think of when they think fucking saints row (laughs) is a giant purple dildo bat yeah yeah (laughs) where the fuck is
1: that where's the dude who only speaks in auto-tune yeah (laughs) And that's like, okay, so you're
0: trying to dial back from the crazy and the weirdness, but why? So, like, uh, as you and I were talking before recording, like, if you wanted to do a reboot and you wanted to, like, do it again where you're, like, you build on, like, the crazy, and then so, like, the next time out the gate, you can go crazier, you know, ramp it up. And so you start low, you have room to move. But they didn't put the time or effort in to get a sequel to this, so why did they decide to have it, like, so restrained? that's what i don't really get
1: because you could start like i don't more than where we did yeah you could very easily and they just chose not to um i can't really like i want to try to compare it's uh, slightly unfortunate that i haven't played any of the uh, previous games i know of them as i've obviously said like so i know kind of how it goes but i haven't actually played them I'm not a Grand uh, Theft Auto person. Sure. I've played part of GTA... Might have been three... It was forever fuck ago. Yep. Yeah, because 5's been out for 20 years. Right, I was trying to think. I was like, okay, 5's been out for a decade. Uh, And it was before that. I don't think it was 4, might have been, but I think it was 3. Right? It's not really a game I play that, like, style of game. Yeah. So you know what the most recent game that probably fits in that style of game that I played was? No. (laughs) Was that scrunchy face? What was it? Cyberpunk. Yeah, okay. It's a third person. You're out in the world bunch of side missions Mm -hmm. cyberpunk 2077 is to my uh taste so much better than this game it's not even
0: close i mean like cyberpunk has a tone and uh they stick with it yeah and in the missions that breaks from that um it's well written and like they do that and like they have side missions that are interesting Mm -hmm. like
1: that's again the side missions in this game are repetitive there's a whole side mission with a talking vending machine that may or may not be sentient in Cyberpunk.
0: Well, what if in this, um, if you go to a restaurant and you give it a bad review, uh, they'll come out to fight you, but somebody else will pay you for that. Okay. Yeah, that's that's like the same thing, right? It's that's basically the that's same a, thing. That's as interesting. Yeah. We're asking the same questions here. Uh-huh. <laughs> do, do I get the option to do that more more than once? Yes. Oh, cool.
1: You can do that exact same thing all over the city. Nice. I, I love going to a restaurant, giving it a bad
0: review, and then shooting people. <laughs> That's true. That's why we can't go out to lunch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. Uh, you know... uh I had uh, I was wondering if we could play this together. Uh, I didn't want to get it on PC. I'd found it cheap on console, uh, but there is no crossplay, which is a choice in 2022. Uh, the wrong one. Yep. Uh, what it does do is has cross generational support. So if you're on your Sony's, you can play on a PS4 or PS5 with your friends on PS4, or PS5, or Xbox. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for
1: multiplayer games, we have slowly seen the erosion of like. Because it used to be, obviously, that consoles were much more, ah, you got to not have cross support because we want to keep you on this console. Uh, Sony, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that has eroded to the point where a game that really cares will be like, no, we're if we're having cross play, we're having
0: cross play. Yep. Deal with it. Well, yeah, like... Even uh, manufacturers like have backed off some because uh, if your game the game's big and selling, right they, they will offer like um, in-game DLC to like, oh yeah, you know you get it on his, you get this exclusive fucking blue hat or whatever, but you can still actually play. but there's still cross play. So you can play with your friends even though, like, you know, you bought a PS5 and the rest of your friends have the uh, sex box, whatever the fuck they are now. Yeah. Or vice versa. Or uh, your friends are on PC, but you have a friend that plays on console. Not that big a deal. You can still play together. Right. Especially if it's not, like, a competitive game.
1: Yep. I understand when some competitive games separate you out. Mm-hmm. Because playing on console with your controller versus playing on PC is different. Uh, Isn't even the same fucking game? Uh, Nearly not. Nope. (laughs) Uh, It's funny, because Overwatch, I believe, doesn't separate... It, like, does inherently. Yes. But if you team up with a friend who's on a... So if you're on console and you team up with a friend who's on PC, Mm -hmm. it will put you in the PC lobby. Yes, it does. And it turns off your auto-aim, your aim assist. Oh, does it really? If you are... Because you're playing with the PC people, you do not get aim
0: assist. And so you get shredded. I know. Having uh, attempted it on the Switch and xbox yeah you will die a lot yeah uh so like
1: i again i understand there are reasons at time to separate uh people apart uh i believe this game is basically entirely co-op uh yeah the whole thing is when you're playing with friends Mm -hmm. so what the fuck which i mean uh in that same vein oh boy i have gotten this far without installing the epic launcher This
0: game is only available on Epic. I was so surprised that you stuck to playing it on PC because of that. Like, I thought for sure you'd just get it on console. I didn't want
1: to try to track down a copy, and I wasn't 100% sure I had a way to play it. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have new consoles. I stopped buying consoles. I mean, I get that. So, like, newer games, kind of hard for me to play. Play old games. I've got a PS4 or PS3. PS4 broke. Uh. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, you could have played it on PS4, but that doesn't do you any good either. <laughs> yeah, that's the, uh, again, the PS4 is broken. It, uh, we had a power surge and, uh, it no work. <laughs> so, PS4 broke. Uh, I have a PS3 and an Xbox 360. I don't think those were particularly helpful in this case. No. So, that, I. So I downloaded the Epic Launcher and I got to say, it's terrible and I hate it. And uh, as I said, as soon as I go home, I'm uninstalling the game and uninstalling the Epic Launcher. Fuck
0: them. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, you know, as a design about the Epic Launcher, I, uh, I understood when they came out all the like security and shit issues people had. Understandably, like with the storefront that like it's a new service. It takes some time for them to get up to speed. I understand that completely. I don't I don't hate them for that. Right. Like, fine. Uh, what i won't get over is the practice that they still do where they install kernel level spyware that they refuse to remove fuck all that oh but they totally only use it to like control your games and not spy on you so they
1: say which like maybe but i uh, mean they probably do but you know like whatever <laughs> Uh, And then, like, you know, the actual store is just miserable to use. Is it? Yeah. This is no longer about Saints Row. This is about uh, the epic score is just bad. <laughs> uh, like, searching for games was awkward. And then I bought the game and I clicked install. And, like, it, there's no, like, and maybe there is, but it's hard to see and find where, like, there's no page to show me the download and the download rate. It just, like, shows me a percentage. And it doesn't tell me, like, an estimated time that it's going to take it's just like this is downloading so like i said at one point i went to play and i clicked play and it was like you need to download an update and then the game turned gray and then a like bar appears and it just says zero percent and then it didn't move for several minutes and i was like what is happening (laughs) is it downloading i can't tell who can say? And then it went to 1%, and I'm like, oh, I guess it is downloading just really slowly. It took over an hour to download an update that I looked at the patch notes, and the
0: update was like, fix some shaders. And I'm like, what the fuck took an hour to download? Okay, sure. Your, inter- your internet connection isn't that bad. No. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't. Huh like um that like weird sort of download shit is the same kind of things you see on the uh, xbox app on pc yeah but you know what for them i get it because for whatever reason microsoft can't figure out how to make a working game app (laughs) so like sure this is a piece of shit but i expect that out of them right xbox game app sucks 100 percent expected
1: (laughs) epic game app also sucks would you think maybe they would try a little bit harder when they
0: throw, like, billions of dollars to get exclusives. Yeah. Um, and that's like, man, I fucking... I didn't realize when we were playing it, it was an epic exclusive. Neither did I. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know that I would have done it because it was an epic exclusive. Because I don't support anyone fucking exclusivity.
1: Yeah, it uh, fucking sucks. Especially because the way they go about their exclusivity is exactly that. They're like, "Hey, we'll give money to the uh, publishers," and you're like, "Okay."
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I, don't know. well you know, I mean, they got that Fortnite money, so like, yeah, you know, like, uh, how much do you want to just uh, have this on Epic? And uh, they're like, fingers crossed forever, like a bill, and they're like. Mm-hmm. Well, how about a year? I'm like, well, we won't give you a billion then. Like, you can get us our ass. Or however the fuck that works. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. Yeah, well, It's bullshit, though.
1: Yeah, it's exactly that. It's It is funny to me that Epic has uh, attempted to frame themselves as being for the consumer, Mm -hmm. right? That was the, uh, we want to, you know, give you good deals on games and for the developer because they want the developer to make more, a higher percentage of the money from selling their games, Mm -hmm. right? That's been their whole pitch. We're better for consumer, better for developer. And then um, they're better sometimes for the developer because they'll pay you for exclusivity and uh, not at all better for the
0: consumer. don't they uh give the developers more of the share for sales uh, is it like how steam does or after they hit like certain sales targets or i have is no it idea how flat, they do it i, I don't know but that's like, one of those things where like i mean i i'd support developers getting more money for their work hell yeah yeah i mean part of it
1: I'd support developers for getting more money if it actually went to the developers. Right. Provably, that's not a thing. <laughs> never how that fucking works. Uh, weird how all these companies keep making more money and uh, the developers keep getting more crunch. <laughs> uh yeah it's not a great time and then uh, it's real hard to trust them when they're like uh we really we're just gonna pay people for exclusivity and then you're like okay how's that better and they're like well that way you're forced to use our store because we definitely totally didn't just look at how much money steam makes by never releasing anything just being steam Mm -hmm. and we just thought we want that enviable yeah right and i I get it as a theoretical company in a capitalist world where they have to make endless more profits. Uh, being steam is the best thing you can do. <laughs> Just be steam. Uh yeah, Steam hosts servers and a whole bunch of background tech stuff, and they make bank off of it. I mean, like
0: Amazon and Google, same way. Yeah, I mean that's again At Microsoft, AWS, yeah, and, yep. like all that shit. Again, it's
1: a lot of just like hosting mm-hmm. is actually where you make a lot of money. Yeah, shit ton of money. Yeah, be the thing that other people need to run the thing. Mm-hmm. Don't be the thing that they need to like run. Yep, science. <laughs> So anyway, that's my review of Saints (laughs) Row. Uh, real talk though, I, uh, wrapping it up here. I don't recommend this game. I, I did not enjoy almost any of my time with it. The cutscenes were the stuff I enjoyed the most because of the characters and the character interaction. I found the gameplay monotonous and not interesting. And it really just made me want to play better games.
0: I don't know that I recommend it. Um, if you like this kind of game, like it's, it's hard to give like, yeah, you should check Check it out, because I don't know that you should, because it runs like ass. Uh, We didn't talk about uh, how little cars and people there are in the world because the game can't handle having that many moving parts on screen at a time. And uh, that's a fucking problem because I want to see a full world, but you're not going to get that. And uh, 100%, uh, I liked the character interactions. I liked the like, Criminal Empire building. Hell, if I was just going to sit down and play it for like an hour, just, you know, drive around, cause some mayhem, it's fine. I still don't know that I'd recommend it for fucking any dollar amount. Yeah, it's weird to say I don't recommend a game like I enjoyed playing, but that's where we're at. Well, Jason, what do we do now? Well, now we talk about balls. Balls?
1: Yeah, we read an ad. Well, (laughs) I say read an ad when uh, there's no words here Uh, from our sponsor from this podcast, Manscaped. Manscaped? Manscaped. (laughs) i forgot what i was gonna do something about jingle bells because it's christmas time ish we're leading into christmas so you've got time mm-hmm. if you need a last second gift uh manscaped yeah do- got a man in your life he's got balls we should shave them yeah manscaped. <laughs> that's why isn't that their tagline <laughs> <laughs> they should come to us for marketing advice <laughs> clearly yeah uh, no but really uh they make razors nose hair trimmers a whole bunch of stuff they sent
0: us the stuff well it's i've been using it it's quite nice stuff uh yeah the uh the lawnmower the personal trimmer is uh really nice yeah waterproof uh cuts through whatever you got yeah the uh nose hair trimmer which i was i was weirdly excited for that it's true yeah <laughs> you should have seen when he saw the list of everything they sent us he was like nose hair trimmer that's the one i'm most excited for yeah and like my nose hair is not even that long but i'm getting to be an old man and i was excited for a nose hair trimmer which works stupendously
1: yeah So So, you know, if you're wanting to pick up something at Manscaped, go to manscaped.com. If you want 20% off and free shipping, you put in the code BADGAME at checkout and it lets them know that we sent you to get uh, your grooming products for you or someone else. You know, you can Christmas for yourself. It's true. You should. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. (laughs) Manscaped.com. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, put in uh code bad game and you'll get yourself twenty percent off. Free shipping. Free shipping's cool. Twenty percent off's probably cooler. Twenty percent
0: off's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah um Google Gobble, I don't know. That's more Thanksgiving. That's already done. Yeah, we're we're past that. Yeah. Uh, Turkey's uh, in the ground, we're on to the fat man now.
0: <laughs> something about candy canes. Yeah, we did that balls, last time. Candy canes. Um uh, uh, Keep your icicle trimmed. Uh, that's a weird one. A carrot would have been better. Shit, right? <laughs> Frosty the Snowman's got two carrots. What? what?
1: <laughs> oh, you didn't mean nose.
0: Human <laughs> <Hey>, man, penis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> something, something human horn, you know. Ew. <laughs> Do not want. <laughs> Look, it's just, I got to make Futurama references when I can. Hell yeah. <laughs> If you get it, you get it. I'm not going to explain it. Go to manscaped.com. Bad game at checkout. Get 20% off. Get free shipping. Enjoy.
0: (laughs) Well, hell, uh, we got some emails lined up.
1: Uh, Now we uh, read letters from listeners like you quickly because we're uh, running out of life force. I ain't no shit. Uh, All right. I have my new system, so I don't think we've read this, but we'll see. (laughs) Hello, Sky with a letter from a listener like me. Sky. Do you believe that bad games deserve second chances, either through updates or DLC? And even if they're improved, does that mean they should be excused for the state they were released in before? Also, I wanted you—I uh, wanted to ask you guys if you'd be willing to return to a previous episode to visit the upstated, updated state of Fallout 76 to hear your thoughts on it. Ah,
0: uh, okay. I want to start by, with Fallout 76. I played the game uh, on stream, was it like six months after uh, release, to see where they had gotten it? to yeah it was still a piece of shit and then i did it a year after and it still fucking sucks so no fuck fallout 76 but like yeah i mean like i i do that on stream i think that'd be all right
1: yeah in general uh, I don't know if we could uh, milk a whole episode out of it because I also went back and briefly replayed 76 if you remember the most the best part of it was the uh, stupid what's the game mode that everyone was jerking off a couple years ago
0: oh the battle royale yeah Yeah. there
1: was a battle royale that was kind of funny because it was jank as hell like everything in 76 Mm -hmm. and that was was also kind of all right for battle royale right that was the most fun I had with the game Uh, because I think Fallout 76 is um, fundamentally broken in that it doesn't understand what people wanted. Most people who said they wanted multiplayer Fallout wanted, well, a Fallout game that you could play with your friend. Mm -hmm. They wanted uh, 3 or New Vegas or shit, even 4, where you just are in the same world. Yeah. That's it. They didn't want a world without NPCs that uh, is completely abandoned and is a grind to get resources. And uh, all of the lore that's been built up
0: over the years, they just shit all over?
1: Yeah, they just were like, yeah, fuck all that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Lores for nerds.
1: True. Uh... So then they were like oh shit everyone hates this let add, let's add NPCs. And NPCs was a problem, but wasn't the problem it's just the game. Yeah. Haven't gone back to it. It's probably it was more stable cuz it was
0: fucked at launch. Yeah, it was. It's more stable now, but it's still not good. I mean, as I recall the last time I was playing it, I still ran into the same, like, lighting visual glitches that we experienced when we played it at launch, which is fucking wild to me. Yeah, because they haven't put much
1: true effort into updating it, and instead put a lot of effort into uh, microtransactions. Oh, A sure. thing which they said would never give you a direct benefit, like, in-game, right? It wouldn't make you stronger, mm-hmm. except for all the things that they released that do that. <laughs> oh. Right? See, they didn't put them out at launch, so people could couldn't criticize them for lying. Well, I mean,
0: the launch of that, they lied about everything else. So Yeah. I- Uh, The first part of this question, um, do I think bad games deserve a second chance? Uh, Yes. Yes, I do. Because No Man's Sky, right? It is not the same game now that it was at launch. Uh, Oh, not even close. No. Do I think, though, that a game should be forgiven if it's good down the line? Absolutely not. You launched it in that state. No Man's Sky. Cyberpunk was a clusterfuck. Oh, Uh, yeah. Still unplayable on console. Much better on PC now. Like, actually fun. And, you know, like, we could be here all night listing examples of shit they finally patch to make good and like awesome should have released that way it's not how it worked out for a variety of reasons be it like crunch goddamn anthem i wish that would have got good outriders anyway either like the uh team and funding and all of that shit just fell apart at some point or like i don't know for whatever fucking reason they never got there when they're hitting their release date If they eventually make it good and the game's fun, hell yeah, we should all enjoy good games. But never forget. Never forget when you go to buy a game from them again. If it's the same people that made it, hey, hey, remember what a clusterfuck their last game was? Maybe instead of buying that shit on day one, you fucking hold off and see what it's going to look like.
1: Oh, yeah. And I don't think really almost any developer is like uh, immune from that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Because like... We occasionally will buy things right at or near launch for this podcast as soon as it kind of gets revealed that it's going to be a bit rough. Mm -hmm. But you should wait. And I mean everyone. Like, there are very few games that are public conscious enough that you're really going to get super spoiled if you don't play it immediately at launch. It's not the end
0: of the world, but it's not that hard to remove yourself from most... Uh, gaming-like discussion. It it, it really isn't. Uh, To this day, I know nothing about Elden Ring. It hasn't been easy always, but I was able to do it. Right. Because you
1: want to play it, and now, you know, you're actually going to be doing that mostly blind, Mm -hmm. which is great. Which is exactly what I wanted going into it. Yeah, and, like, the game has received huge amounts of praise. It's a huge selling game. It's been nominated for Game of the Year awards Mm -hmm. all over the place. And, like, still managed to avoid hearing about it. Yeah. And like... Other than you know that it is well-praised. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, you can just like hang back, wait a week, a month, and see what's the discourse about this game. Mm-hmm. It, it's a week, it's a month. I honestly am really surprised that people are gotta
0: have it day one because like, it's not me at all. Uh, I'm not, and I get it. I, I really do. Uh, because if there's something that I'm looking forward to coming out and like you've been hearing about it for like, uh, like let's say Silk Song, Like mm-hmm. I doubt that Song is gonna suck at launch Uh, I don't know the launch date of Hollow Knight I'm sure it was fine because uh, that was polished to hell but like yeah you you should still wait like it's not going anywhere Uh, if your local retailer ran out of copies like they're going to get more copies in because they sold out all the last ones don't think for a second that's it that's all the shipment they're ever going to get or like you can get it digitally Uh, when you get to make license keys they're infinite don't let them fool you <laughs> yeah. So like that's that's my thing. Is
1: uh I mean they're not but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you just more people should wait to buy games so that like the actual reviews and discourse about the game can kind of be understood Mm -hmm. because you'll see that games will release and there'll be backlash and then there'll be backlash to the backlash and like all sorts of things our last episode Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, we are currently at a point where there are people who are legitimately talking about it being the best Pokemon game ever made oh yeah because they're trying to fight back against the narrative that it's a broken mess they're wrong Mm -hmm. it's a mess yeah if you really like pokemon sure go out and buy it but maybe they'll update it they probably won't they have a terrible track record of that yeah
2: yeah they do
0: so like you get to know that it's a janky game through and through. I mean, I personally would rather know that before I go into something than uh, getting it day one and getting to experience that. Oh, boy, what a piece of shit this is. Now I get to uh, get on the internet to uh, start asking questions that don't have an answer because no one's fucking played it yet. All right, you hop on, you go, hey, is everyone else having this problem? Which, like, you get to be part of that wave as you're
1: trying to figure out. Is, is, it, is it really this bad? Sometimes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, can games be, like, fixed and redeemed yes should the developer be let off the hook for releasing a broken fucking mess just because they needed the money to you know reinfuse the company no they knew what they were doing
0: mm-hmm. i mean like i get not everybody uh can uh it was it miyamoto right shigeru miyamoto was like we will release the game when it's done it takes as long as it takes mm-hmm. uh, paraphrasing of course and i get that like not every developer can afford that given their contracts because that's first-party Nintendo talking about Nintendo shit. Yeah, I mean, if your team wants to take 20 years to make a game, buddy, I'm sure they get to, (laughs) but we have talked about many times we are basing your game on the release product, you know.
1: How many companies have uh, really soured their reputation? In the last decade, over games like this, you know, uh, fucking, what are their idiots with, uh, Andromeda and, oh, uh, Bioware. Yeah. It was like Bioware, uh, CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. Two companies that people adored, because mm-hmm. they made some great games, uh, and then they rushed out some broken ones, and Backlash, well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, I would say Bethesda, but uh, Bethesda always releases buggy games. People are just like, no, nah, it's fine. It's not. It's not. They finally released one that was so buggy as to be uh, an incomprehensible mess. Mm.
0: So, you know, got them. <laughs> Hey, I hear Ragnarok's really good, but what? God of War. Oh, yeah. I have no idea who made that. Um, I know it, but I couldn't fucking tell you at the moment. Yeah. But like their next game could be a disaster. I mean, I assume Bethesda launches or Bethesda launches
1: no matter what they do. Yeah. But so that's just like, that's it. Sure. Games can become better over time. And if a company is willing to take the time to fix it, that's great. But we've seen a lot of companies not because they rush a game out. It's broken, receives the backlash. It rightfully deserves for being broken. And then they're like, well, it's not selling well enough and they kill it. Mm -hmm. That's
0: the Anthem model. Why don't people love this game? Well, let's just pull support. (laughs) We're totally going to work on it and fix this game a week later. We fired the entire team. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cool talk. Uh, Well, thank you, Sky. Yeah. Thanks for
1: the letter. And if you have any uh, letters, questions, comments, concerns... Things you want read on this Here That Them their podcast. Email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also the thebadgamecast on all our uh, regular social medias. Twitter, YouTube, Reddit, Twitch. We stream Monday through Thursday. Uh, we've got a Discord reach out to us there that's where we're probably most active a mm-hmm. uh, link for that is in the description and if you want to factually f- actually support us <laughs> with real dollars you can go over to the patreon.com forward slash the bad game uh just- several options there for donating you three tiers i think four tiers four tiers yeah wow look at us go uh we have three actual tiers and then the last one yeah that's why i <laughs> forgot about it yeah um if you want to support us in other roundabout ways obviously uh just listening telling people about the podcast reviewing rating all that
0: kind of stuff is good we've been going for a while good Lord. a long while
1: <laughs> close it
0: Tell them you're at Jake Prey on Twitter. <laughs> that also. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys are the fucking bestest. And uh, for the bad game cast, I've been a uh, set of tires tearing off into the middle distance, and I'm a broken church. Good night, everybody. <laughs> That explains the stained glass, yeah. (laughs) So we're doing gumbo, right? (laughs) Mmm, gumbo. Gumbo.